0: people had plans for this year oh there he is um yeah we all had plans for, I, I was going to do more tournaments this year i was going to try and start running some and you know didn't quite happen
1: no we're only doing like our third event this is it the third we did we did ice bowl and we did a women's event we did blatnick because we had already purchased the players pack stuff before the pandemic hit Right. And then this is the this is the fourth event we're doing. We're doing a okay. unsanctioned double bring your own partner doubles event this Saturday.
0: Oh, nice. Now now how often do you guys like I mean you guys got a ton of courses like how often are you guys running stuff like something every month, every couple uh, of months?
1: So we normally we would have a singles league that goes every month. We got, you know, doubles five night five days of the week and those are the doubles are run by like local players. So yeah, yeah. We run the club runs the monthly once a month, and we usually do anywhere from like around ten tournaments a year. I think.
2: Okay, wow, that's that's great. I've asked this. I've been asked this question before. Kenji, can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Uh, hey what's going on? Um, how do you guys determine what course gets a monthly?
1: Whoever wants to run it and where they want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Seriously, we use it to train new people who want to help, you know, but me and Jeff always wind up doing wherever. We just kind of bounce around to, you know, new course, sure. I mean, there's only a couple standards. We always do the January monthly at J Park on the first of the year because that's like our yearly kickoff. Mm. But besides that, it's wherever. Okay. There's no, yeah, no rhyme or reason. Try not to go back to courses twice in a year besides J Park – because we do that one because there's so many different layouts
0: yeah i'll I say when you guys have that many courses it's easy to like oh we're going to run something every month but like we don't we're not going to use the same course Yeah,
1: sometimes we don't get back to course for like a couple of years like that's insane we went down a hunter and i don't think we've been down a hunter in since 2017
2: Uh, welcome to the Hudson Valley Disc Golf Podcast. I'm joined by Kenji Klein and Brian Heller. Uh, thanks for taking a few minutes, only hours before Thanksgiving, to talk some disc golf, guys. <laughs> no,
1: problem. no problem. Thanks for having us.
2: I'll start with you, Brian. Do you have any plans to play disc golf tomorrow?
0: No. Uh, two things. One, I, ha- I have my daughter with me for the, for the weekend, so uh, no disc golf tomorrow. But also, uh, my parents are coming down here, so I'm doing the cooking.
2: All right, all right, Kenji. Same question.
1: I was a chef. I do the cooking on Thanksgiving. I won't be playing disc golf tomorrow. <laughs> all
2: right. I didn't know if you got like a I don't know like a half hour lunch where you could run out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so basically on Sunday, I pl- I talked to Brian here and Frank, a Beacon guy, and we did the front nine. so i'm here at beacon glades where, ooh, we're oh we're on 10 at beacon and i have uh who are you at brian brian and frank brian and frank they of the brian was up 10 7 last time we met in trivia this is not a trivia round the this is just i got a quick nine questions for you but before we get to that uh brian what's been going on in disc golf in the area what, what do you got what's coming up what's been going down Anything uh, off the top of your head? Off the top of my head. I did not
0: prep him for this. I'm just saying. He did not. Um, <laughs> I know that at Oasis, we we're trying to um, get together like a casual slash formal semi-casual glow. Um, usually there's a post on Facebook about it, either in the Skylines page or Glow Oasis page. So that's always check that. I know uh, Gardner's
2: got a tournament coming up, but it's full. So if you're mm-hmm. in it, good. If not, uh, December 6th or that weekend. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, now you'll know when we do this again, what, have how to be prepared. All right, Frank, the, it's funny. The question I was going to ask you, you, uh, oh yeah, no, right under the bus. Um, Frank, and you had just said you, you just switched to days. My question yep. was how, uh, cause working nights has to like weirdly
3: affect your disc golf. So how, how was that? Like, when did you play? When did you sleep? Uh, so normally when I'm working nights, I work, From 9 to 6, or 10 to 6 type of a shift. Usually it's either an 8 or 10 hour shift, however it works out. And I would get home, have something to eat, take my shower, go to sleep right away. But I have the wonderful ability to not sleep. I don't get a lot of sleep ever. If I log in four hours straight, then I'm pretty much done. So as soon as I wake up, I would clean myself up, grab my bag, and head to the course. It worked out really well that way for the antisocial League because we would plan rounds for like 12, 1 o'clock, and I could always make it. There was a few times where I was pushing it, where I was getting home from work, where I'd have to do extra hours and whatnot, whatnot and I didn't sleep at all. That would affect my game a lot, because doing construction work overnight, then trying to come out and play disc golf right away, and it was like, no, that's just a bad call. But for the most part, I get enough sleep where I'm okay. It doesn't really bother me. I've been doing the four-hour thing since I was 18. When I went into the military, I learned how to not get a lot of sleep, and still be functional. So you recently switched to days. What's what's that going to be like? So now this week, and it's probably just going to be for this week, I'm starting work at 6 a.m. because we're doing a new store in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, and it's the holiday, so that store will be easy to work in because it's brand new, no customers, no real people. Uh, We're going to do 6 to 2.30, which means we'll be doing just a regular eight-hour day, which means I'll carry my bag in the car and a change of shoes because I'm not going to try and throw discs in my steel toe work boots and I can come right here and play
2: <laughs> that's cool um Brian what's the deal with school now uh has this anything changed for you recently or you've been missing? yes uh just Friday they announced my
0: school will be go- uh my district will be going fully remote uh November 30th until January 19th the day after Martin Luther
2: all right so Brian and Frank we're going to play a uh, just call a quick nine. You're going to basically take turns picking a number from one to nine and w- until we run out of numbers. Uh, you'll answer a question or make a comment based on whatever number you pick. Uh, we'll start with, what? what's our score right now? 10-7. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, for For what we're, we're playing today, uh,
0: you're at plus four,
2: I'm at plus two, Frank's at plus eight. Okay, so Ugh. you get to go, you get to pick first, Brian. Pick a number from one to nine. I'll go, I'll start one. Hole one. What is your current
0: go-to disc? Current go-to disc Does it matter the throw or no? Nope. Uh, current go-to disc will be EMAC Truth. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing more. <laughs> um, <laughs> more specifically, be my pink one.
3: <laughs> well, that's not really <laughs> helping because everything in to, your yeah. bag is pink. Exactly. All right. No, that's hey. Uh, Frank, uh, pick a number two through nine. Two through nine. While well, I'm at plus eight, so I'll go with eight. Whole
2: eight is true or false? Infinite disc infinite discs released a disc called the alpaca last week true or false
3: i'm just gonna go with false
2: it is true it's a putter i believe beadless okay um brian no no two no eight uh seven sorry let me just cross these out first (laughs) i want (laughs) to there's some fun stuff i can tell you guys about last episode the whole seven is a rules question (gasps) Brian, is there a priority order for which violation should count if more than one rule applies? I'll give you an example. Okay. I'm, we're, we're a Whole Tenant Beacon. I make a foot fault on my tee, but then I throw out of bounds. Is there a priority order?
0: Well, all right. So, foot fault gets you a Let, stroke.
2: Let's say pre 2018 foot fault.
0: Oh, that means he's already.
2: <laughs> so, that's a warning. Right. Okay. So. The reason I say that is because that way they're offset. One's a, one's a, one's a stroke, one's not a stroke. Okay,
3: just to make this so like football with yeah. two flags, uh, yeah. So they're, they're not offsetting,
2: out. yeah. Because in that one, it doesn't matter which. <laughs> right.
3: So
0: I mean, so if you're talking that, then like, so the footfall and the throw is the warning, and then you go ob.
2: Yeah. So you have a, a, a warning and a one-stroke penalty. Which one in that scenario gets applied, in, in your opinion?
0: I'm trying to think. I think, in my opinion, uh, since it's just a warning, it's just a warning. And you get your OB penalty.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: The violation with the most severe penalty is applied. Okay. Ties are broken by what happens first. Okay. So, in the other event, if, if it was just today and I foot faulted, then I threw out of bounds, it doesn't matter which. All
3: right. Good good answer. Well done.
2: Oh, that's going to be fun to edit. <laughs> Mostly the stuff where I sound like an idiot. Okay. Uh, that was seven. Seven. Frank, what do you got? I'll go with two. I was hoping you would. I knew that. New Met owner Steve Cohen tweeted, How about we have a Bobby Bonilla day every year? Hand him an oversized check and drive a lap around the stadium.
3: Could be fun. What do you think of those comments? What do you think of that idea? I think that's fucking brilliant. I mean, it's (laughs) it's baseball and I couldn't care any less. But as of
2: right now, Bobby Bonilla receives $1.19 million every July 1st and will continue to receive that annual payment until 2035.
3: Yeah. So he wants to.
2: He wants to drive him around in a car. You might as well. I you gotta give it.
3: this guy the check. Yeah, embrace yeah, it and yeah. make it something that the fans can come out and you know just go with it. Just embrace the suck. <laughs> I, I would say. I, well, two things. One, I think
0: he's. It's brilliant. I've seen a lot of things he's doing on Twitter with fans. Everything's great. Bring back old timers day because of a tweet i am
3: they got to do whatever they can to but i will say like for
0: so long what i mean i kind of know but i don't know i'm not a met fan i'll admit i'm casual um baseball fan but like why is he getting the million dollars for that long i know he retired He uh, the contract at, he signed, near the end of his
2: contract yeah. it, he he was back then with the 90s it was probably about six million a year yeah right so instead of doing that for a couple years he signed a Basically, he didn't have to pay it. They didn't have to pay him for several years. Yeah. Right, they deferred but payment. But they deferred it, and then to one point one nine million dollars from somewhere in the two thousands until yeah. Cause, I mean, I know the whole. Yeah. spike. I knew he
0: was getting it. I didn't know why. like, I didn't It was know. just a contract I, negotiation. They needed money. I don't. But was it like that big of a lump of the sum of money? Yes. He'd do no. Not no, I thought
2: no, it was. No, wasn't like six. It was like six or twelve million dollars. No, oh, I yeah, thought it was way it was more than year. that. Oh, no, per yeah. Year, okay. Okay. But back then that was a yeah. big deal. Okay. And it was the, you know, they needed I got money. you then. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that was that was, that was you. That was two. me for two. Brian, what do you got? Pick a number. Uh nine. In the Harry Potter books and movies, who was the half blood prince? Oh come on, why couldn't I get that? Because you got the mess. I'm gonna blank.
0: Oh good. Because I'm like, well, Harry Potter Harry Potter and the half I'm oh my- like, no, not Harry Potter. Uh was it Ridley? Whatever his name is now with uh, Tom Tom Riddle?
3: No. Frank, he was worth a point. You're down yeah. 10 to ten seven. The half-blood prince is isn't it Severus Snape? You're correct. Oh, good job. Go me. <laughs> Nerd time. Go me. Alright, we'll let you guys play for you. Yes.
2: New York's a two-party state.
3: Yeah, uh, well, um, first of hero. all. <laughs>
2: my I, I always pick on my wife about the snape thing cuz she she doesn't think of him as a hero
3: i'm like no he was a hero he saved the day he's oh, he's your he's your classic anti-hero when you when when the end comes and it's revealed all the stuff that he was really doing to to help harry it's yeah. pretty amazing reveal to yeah. be honest cuz i hated him all the way through all the books it's almost like a. Right. It's almost like a drill sergeant that yeah.
2: was doing for you know. Well, no. Doing for it's better. not like that. As
3: somebody that's been through boot camp. Oh. It's not like that at all. <laughs> it's like feeling bad okay, for Darth Vader but... music. <laughs> exactly. So we got six, five, four, three. Um. All right, I'll take three rules question. Damn. Great. Give the newbie a rules question. Hey, I didn't
2: end badly. I didn't, well, let me make sure this is recording because I lost half a round of trivia last week doing that. <laughs> uh, that's why there was only one round and I mentioned the second round. Um, but I get to use that category again. Uh, question three, a loose, Frank, a loose broken branch is hanging down behind my marker making it difficult for me to take a stance. Mm-hmm. It is not touching the ground. Am I allowed to move it? Do I get casual relief? A
3: thinker. It's not touching the ground. Nope. I don't think you can move it, and I, I'm going to say you don't get casual relief from it either. Why wouldn't you move it, in your opinion? Because uh, it's not on the ground. Since it is not on or behind your lie,
2: your lie is on the playing surface. It has the same status as a healthy, connected branch. You have to play around it. Yeah, it's not dead good and unattached. Good call, unattached.
0: Yeah. All right. Dead and unattached. That's the thing to remember. Yes. I've, heard, I've heard that a lot out here. <laughs>
3: All right.
0: Uh, kind of like our dating life.
3: Oh. <laughs> You're not wrong.
2: Uh, four, five, six. <laughs> uh, I'll split the difference and go uh, five. Uh, I asked this on the last podcast. Mike Tyson or Roy Jones Jr.? Oh. Um, oh.
0: I, I was listening on the way up, and I'm still on the fence if I want to buy it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think they're go- both going
2: to get gassed. I believe. I believe I just read it was supposed to be like next week, or so, they got postponed. Yeah, I did to, see postponed. But yeah. this is still, uh, you know. Yeah, um,
0: I think they're both going to get gassed. Um, I've heard rumors of uh, Mike doing a little enhancing.
3: Yeah. Oh um, no, he he came clean on it.
0: Well, no, didn't didn't he have the the uh, the, the fake uh, pee thing for cocaine? He said. Yeah. But yeah, um, again, you come out with that like. How can he still fight if that's the case? Oh no, I I, I used my wife's piss, but then I realized she might be pregnant, so I got my kid's piss. (laughs) Like, oh, you can still fight, though. Um, I think I got the wrong urine. (laughs) I want to say he does look good, whether he's enhanced or not. I mean, I think he's going to do it in like two rounds. If it goes more than four, it's going to be a sad fight.
2: (laughs) It really is. Even though there are two-minute rounds now. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. and that's what Roy Jones Jr. was yeah, upset about. Yeah, that was, that was his, he was he was pissed that, about that's that. That's his
3: advantage. Is yeah, because he, he's got the stamina and he's gonna evade as much as humanly possible. That's always been his game. Yeah, who are you taking? Honestly, I I would like to see Tyson end it and end it quick, like classic old school Tyson, where like if you blink, the fight was over. Especially on Roy Jones Junior but it was so fun to watch fight, wasn't he, Tyson? Yeah. But I think that I have to give the advantage in this case to Junior and I'm gonna stick with that. All okay. Right. Well if, now if the fight goes into anything past three or four, uh-huh. then Tyson won't have anything left in the tank. Alright, now pick a hole. Uh what's left? Uh four six. I'll take six. Who's your favorite professional disc golfer? Ooh, I like that question. Um that's funny. Like I've been watching a lot since I got into the sport. I really got hooked on watching. Um, I think because of the amount of skins matches I've watched and the interaction type stuff, I'm, I've become a huge fan of, of Eagle. I really have. He, he He's not afraid to mess around with the crowds when crowds are allowed at events, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of fun, and he seems like the kind of guy, like like if he was playing a casual round, he would just be really chill. Um there's some people that their game, they look a little uptight when they're out there. Like, it's definitely a business to them. Eagle still looks like he's having fun with it and enjoying himself. Now, you know, since you're a new player, have you gone back and watched a lot of old videos? Yeah. And stuff?
0: So, so you, you did see him punch the ground in anger and all that stuff? Yeah, but I respect okay. that.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, Brian, talk about uptight. <laughs> <laughs> Same question,
2: just more brief because you didn't get to pick the pick-up. Yeah, that's
0: okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say it's a tough one. It depends on what you like. You're looking for like a guy you want to root for, or a guy you think is going to win. I mean, root for I'm, you know, to a fault team DD. Um, I'd love to see Eric Oakley, like break out one of these years, but he's, you know, not that he's on the tail end, but he's like mid career. I'd say I like to see him have a breakout year. Cause I, I think he's like a fun guy. Um, but as far as like in the top, like Heimberg just fun to watch. Cause he's just so methodical.
3: Just Jones hurtful. is fun to watch too, though because yeah. like he puts he's got everything, more of a personality though he puts everything into it though and you can see yeah. it like in that but this, that it, round Conrad. where he fell. Conrad, you think he's going to change? <laughs> Hello, hey. what's going on, guys? Sellers, oh. on your Anybody second on, round already? We uh, we're still halfway through our first. Oh, we're recording.
2: Oh, cool. We had a tie first round. Oh, extra innings. Oh. Wow. And this and is the what what are, what are the tags that are up for eight mm-hmm. the
3: thirty-two? Oh, that's a big swing! That's a huge swing! That's like four times as and, bad. And <laughs> and and there's skin in the game. Oh that's yeah the, yeah oh. yeah. The skin was a wash. Wash? Yeah. Round. Really? Ooh, yeah, because of the tie. On. Yeah. On, on the, the back. back and over. Nice. Wow. Anybody uh,
2: good with uh, sewing unit
3: or sewing kit? Anybody good with like sewing something up? Clear. If so, I have a whale sack that it hasn't opened,
2: but it hasn't lost all of its
3: juice yet. So uh, I want to
2: throw it away, but if somebody wants to sew it up, they have a free whale sack.
3: I'd, I couldn't sew to save my life. <laughs> That's why I throw socks away. I can sew. If I could sew, do you think the bag that I got? For 20 bucks would look like this. I mean, Andrew, <laughs> I do have a hole in my pocket. Do you
2: remember my ranger bag with the patch on it? Yes. Did you ever see the sewing job on that? It was beautiful. That, yeah.
0: <laughs> so no no need to, uh... I mean, that, that poor whale sacrifices life for so that poor. sack. <laughs>
3: You're a really good. Guy. appreciate it. And I had to and I had to give you the shout out because I I mocked you so bad in the parking lot that one day. I was such an arrogant <laughs> asshole. How did you not know? And now I'm like, oh, okay. Andrew, I'm sorry. I said it, and I'll say it again. I'm sorry, dude." <laughs> Everyone's an armchair quarterback. Yup. The best part of our our whole thing though, I thought was when we when Pat lost us and we just kept going. You mean like when yeah. we talked during oh, yeah. this throw? And it was yeah. <laughs> That's where that good material happened. Yeah, it was, you know? it was. It was. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Wow. Oh. Uh. Wow. Here I am telling you how much I like pures, and I watch you do that, and I'm getting ready to throw the same disc. Put it on the
2: podcast. <laughs> See you guys. Good luck. Thanks for guest hosting here. <laughs> Those guys have already signed the waiver. <laughs> uh, so that was Frank initially. So you, Ryan, do you have hole four or the safari hole? <laughs> safari. You both have to have an even number. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You yeah. are in a safari hole at the end. So, you know. Um, I'll 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 stick to the course and stick with a four. What is the name of the alternate dimension in Netflix's Stranger Things?
3: Oh, <laughs> Does it have an official name? It ha- does have an official name. Yes. Nerd. Yes. Um, I'm like I'm like. Well, it's the upside down. But I know it's not the uh,
0: Demogorgons people. I
3: don't know. Thank you, Frank. You said it. You just said it. The Demogorg. No, before you said Demogorgon. Oh, the I'm upside not going to steal upside it down. when you oh, said that's it. The name oh, of the that's, oh, thing I yeah. thought it.
0: Well, no, no, no that's no. its no. official
3: name. No, no, oh, no. I didn't. You said official name. I thought it was going to be something like. No, no, no that's sci-fiy. Oh, okay. Everybody used that name. All right, all right. The kids coined it, but everybody started calling it. Okay. And this was just because I, Frank uh the safari hole the glass blown open is changing its name I to saw dynamic disc open yeah dynamic discs open what's yep. your thoughts uh most of the discs that are in my bag are dynamic discs and i'm not thinking that i'm ever going to get any for free but hey dynamic <laughs> sure why not i that's what i use i love them so i'm cool with it i don't have a problem with names changing it's like people get all uppity when the name of a stadium changes and oh tradition you know what no roll with the times. If they're going to change a name, if somebody wants to pony up the cash to buy out a name and at use it for advertisement, I'm all good with it. Uh, I'm a huge fan of European soccer, specifically Arsenal and the Premiership. Their players have had advertisement things on their uniforms forever. Now the NBA's starting to do it. It's not just the team name, they're putting little logos on. Baseball wanted to do it a couple of years they ago, did. but They got Nike yeah, above. Now they got the, Nike above. Yeah. They wanted to do even more I, I, and it kind of got mm. crapped up Oh yeah, on because traditionalist and being what it is, I'm all for it. You know what? Good for them. I'm happy they did it. The advertising is ridiculous in all it, things. I mean, a, every year they release how much money Pepsi pays Mm. for a spot during the Super Bowl, things like that. And it's, you know, and then there's always the polls. Oh, who's going to have the best commercial during the big game? Because you're not supposed to say Super Bowl, I guess. Well, that's why I had my Super Super Bowl category. Yeah, it's just, it's whatever. You know, I don't need the commercials though. And like, that's kind of like the glorious thing about watching TV these days and cable cutting. You can binge watch shows. You can watch as many episodes as you want. There's no commercials, all that good stuff. I'm kind of done with commercials at this point. I don't need them. <laughs> I know what I'm going to buy. I know what I'm not going to buy. I,
0: honestly, I just don't agree with, I mean, it's one of those things. I get why they did it, but their reasoning I think is flawed in that like, you know, like new people to the, to the sport glass bone open means nothing to them. Blah, blah, blah. You know, glass bone open is a, the, the largest tournament we have. Um, everyone knows it. You know, the fact that it's not synonymous with disc golf, I don't think is true. I mean, so, I, was. And, I mean, I, and, and things can change, like you said, yeah. like, I mean, Marshall Street, Vibram, Maple Hill, MVP, like, that's changed countless times, it's still that same tournament, same place, you know, so, like, taking the uh, naming thing of, like, not meaning anything for disc golf, well, what's the Beaver State Fling going to become, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That can be a load of other things besides a disc golf tournament. True. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get the changing and it's fine. But like their thing about making it more relatable to disc golf, I think, is flawed. Yeah, just I don't say see that. we want our name on it and just be.
2: We, we just lost our biggest player. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to get our name on. Something. But that's the thing. I mean, uh,
0: I, 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 I think Dynamic is a great grow the sport um, company. You know, You know. They, they've proved that Go they ahead. don't need a big name nice. player yep. to be a good company.
3: No, they seem to be more about grassroots growth. Yep. They've, they've locked up, like, all the young yeah. talent. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Okay. Um, See, that's, like, this goes back to what we were talking about last time. Though. It's, like, the, one of the coolest things about this sport. Random person comes up here, throws from 10... Doesn't think he's gonna get in on the island. Hits a tree. It goes in, and we're all clapping for him. Yeah. Like, I don't know this guy. And it doesn't matter one. that I don't know this guy. Yeah, I'm know. like I'm all excited for him. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, yeah, like I said, they want to change your name. Change mm-hmm. your name. Say you want branding. Yeah. Don't be tell, honest about it.
0: Be that's honest all. about it. Because again, like I said, like the tournaments not changing. The trophies are not changing. Well, it's just the name. It's just the name. Yeah. So you say no. You know what? When we when we had the option to do that new tournament and we called it the DDO, we thought it was really good. So we said, hey, moving forward, let's make GBO DDO.
2: Uh, last thing, Brian. What are you, I? Sorry. I don't know. If, did I ever ask you on tape or whatever uh, your opinion of Paige Pierce and the whole sponsorship thing, her leaving and that? Did you have an opinion on that either way? I. You just mentioned earlier. Yep. You were dynamic. Um,
0: I think you know it. It was a surprise, especially after they just signed Paul to kind of then go and get the top FBO. Um. It was a shame it happened. I mean, you know, the whole thing of like. Whether it was a contract or just an agreement on paper, like all that stuff aside, um, everyone can do what they want, I guess. And you know, I you know, from what I've heard since then, it's like you know, like back then, like disc golf contracts weren't really "quote legal, legal" type of thing. Like you you, you weren't you weren't harming breaking anything back then. Um, and I guess, and I guess Dynamic at that time didn't have any sort of legal contracts, so she's up for her, you know, do what you want. The thing I didn't like was the. Not even like backhanded, kind of like side-handed jab she was taking at them about, um, you know, now, now she'll have more input in the discs that are made. But I'm like, you're Pierce. If you went to Dynamic and said, I need a disc to do this, they would have done it. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of like backhanded comments about why she left. And it's just like, no, just say, I wanted to leave. It's That's fine. All. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't like that part about it. That's all. There's um, no need for the back. Button. Jeremy Rusco, if you do listen to this, I, if you want like an MA50 player. <laughs> Feel free to hit me
3: up. <laughs> All right.
2: Thank you, fellas. Uh, maybe we'll do this again if I can get you guys out here.
1: Totally.
2: I thought it'd be fun. Maybe we do the back nine here. Sure. All right. Okay. Kenji. Um, I had already planned how I was going to. Uh, picked the order, and I was late. that didn't work. So we're gonna go alphabetical by last name, Kenjiro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pick a number between ten and eighteen.
1: Um, well, thirteen is my wife's favorite number. Her birthday. All right. Uh,
2: very festive question, Kenji. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food?
1: I love stuffing. Wow. Stuffing so yummy. I, I just prepped mine tonight. Apple cranberry stuffing. Mm-mm-mm.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, Brian, thoughts?
0: Um, I'm a huge stuffing fan as well, but um, for Thanksgiving, for me, it's all about the pies, and it could be pumpkin or apple. I'm not picky.
1: I usually have a slice of each. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. They're <laughs> always like pumpkin, apple, and lemon meringue are like our
0: staples. Yeah, I, I'm saying down here, it's uh, pumpkin, apple, and my mom always made a uh, chocolate cream cheese pie. <laughs> <laughs> a cracker crust. And again, one of each.
1: Looking forward to turkey. Yummy, yummy turkey. Got mine bribing right now. <laughs> Brian,
2: what uh, what hole would you like to play? Um, I'll go hole fourteen. Hole fourteen is a rules question. Oh, Brian, I have an uphill lie for a short putt. Can I place my back? And I th- I think I might have asked this. Tell me if I'm repeating myself. Okay. I have an uphill lie for a short putt. Can I place my back foot on the lie? and my front foot on the ground ahead of my lie then lift my front foot just before releasing after throwing my disk my my momentum would take me backwards um i do, i mean i've heard that question asked before i don't know if you've
0: asked it before though it's something that's come up before in other things i've talked about um all right so basically basically your foot's in front of your lie but it's in the air when you throw mhm I, I But will it's in the air
2: Past your marker
0: yeah 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 but 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 it's in the air mm-hmm. i want to say that's still good because you're supporting a points not is behind uh you're yeah you're supporting points behind the lie
1: do you agree kenji i would agree that is good you can do that as long as it as yes. long as that like, foot is going up and you're like falling backwards and you throw that pot I mean, it's kind of reverse momentum but if you want to do that sure uh, says yes, that is allowed. That yeah, you can even fall on your ass backwards as long as you don't do it in front of your line.
2: <laughs> exactly. All right. Um. So that's thirteen and fourteen down. Kenji, back to you. Let's go eleven. Bacon, egg, and cheese or bagel. Both.
1: <laughs> Bacon, egg, and cheese on and everything bagel. SPK. <laughs> What's SPK? Salt
2: so, pepper. Uh, <laughs> salt pepper ketchup.
1: No ketchup. But salt pepper. Yeah, ketchup doesn't belong on eggs. Oh, right. <laughs>
0: agreed
2: uh brian same question
0: um i i mean i on the weekends i'll have my uh egg egg uh, egg and bagel sandwich but pretty much for the weekdays it's uh bagel with cream cheese so i'll go with just bagel
1: mm, all right
2: uh, and it's your turn i believe what hole would you like to play? i'll go 16 that's a trivia round okay oh,
1: yeah I like that you're going back to this front nine back nine format kind of thing I like that for the big ones
2: <laughs> i think the 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 issue I had with it was it was so random like they there could be like two and three trivias in a row yeah
1: what so, is what it is
2: oh, no, <laughs> my editing um this way at least the front and the back nine right boom so, man that way it's still picking all right uh this category is called maybe a disc golf disc <laughs> 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 I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to tell me if your answer is an actual disc golf disc or not. Okay. So you can get two points. Answer the question and then tell me whether or not it's a disc golf disc. Okay. You don't have to tell me who makes it, because especially especially with this category, because um, it would all be Innova or a company you never heard of. The category is mythical creature. Oh, all right. In fact, this is the category I did last Episode, but it got botched because I screwed it up so bad. So fortunately, neither of you guys were there. So,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah editing.
2: <laughs> so, um, that was Kenji. You picked, right?
1: No, this one was Definitely. Brian. Right?
2: Oh, I didn't. Um, I didn't hear. Do you, have you guys ever met? No. Until, you know? No, I don't think so. No, we, we were we, we were doing a little chatting before. All right. Question one to Brian. What half-horse, half-man creatures were notorious for misbehaving at parties? A uh, centaur? Is the centaur a disc? No. You are correct. Oh. All right, two points. Kenji, you ready? Yep. In mythology, what creature's father was a bull, and his mother was the queen of Crete? Is that a minotaur? Is the minotaur a disc?
1: I, no, the minotaur is on the beast. I don't think there's a minotaur. To, no. You are correct. oh
2: in fact, somebody got it wrong the the initial time. Dan got it wrong because he thought of the beast. It's the Minotaur,
0: and yes, oh. <laughs> there
1: is, there I, is a know, I knew Pat was snickering for a reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are correct. The minute the answer is Minotaur, uh, but no, I don't. Uh, there's no PDGA official disc. There's
0: no Minotaur. I for what? Oh, you know what I'm thinking about. If you, there are certain early DX versions of the Beast that look, look like, like a, minotaur. a
2: minotaur.
3: That's what I pictured uh, when Andy said that.
2: Uh huh. Well, then I'm glad that I tricked you. Well, no. <laughs> uh, either way, you still got a point.
1: Right. Yeah. There's a picture. Of one of the, one of the Beast stands got a minotaur on it. Right. The early yeah. DX. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Back to Brian. Question three. What mythological, a lot of these start with what mythological creature. I've got to to <laughs> with my questions, uh, What mythological creature has been the mascot of mobile gas since 1931? Pegasus. Is the Pegasus a disc? Yes. Innova. All right. All right, Brian, four, Kenji, two. Question four to Kenji. What sea monster of Norse myth was probably inspired by early sailor sightings of giant squids? The Kraken? Is the Kraken a
1: disc? It's on a west side disc, isn't it? I don't know if that's an actual disc.
2: No, no, it's not a disc. I'm sorry, DKG Disc Sport. Oh,
1: <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> yeah, something actually made it cracking. Damn it,
0: I was on your thought too, and everything,
1: right? It's on a west side disc, I think, right? So, yeah, well, yeah, but it's not the disc name. <laughs> So
2: like kind of like the Minotaur. I
0: yeah, was like, kind of like the Beast of the Minotaur.
1: Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> what was the name of
2: that company? Uh, oh, one second. Let me...
1: DKG? I don't think I've ever heard of DKG Discs. Yeah, DKG
2: Disc Sports, And it, it was um, a, g- approved September 3rd, 2010. So <laughs> must have done real well. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian, question five. Okay. What fanged monster, whose name is Spanish for goat sucker was first sighted in 1995 after a scary movie? Uh, goat Sucker. Chupacabra? Is the chup- Chupacabra disc? Chupacabra. Um, okay.
0: No, that's I mean. I don't... I want to say no, but it's going to be yes. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with no. You are correct. Well, I thought you were going to get me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to be some weird one.
2: All right, Kenji. In Greek mythology... What is the name of the multi-headed monster slain by Heracles or Hercules as his second labor? That's Medusa. Brian, oh. in Greek mythology. What is the name of the multi-headed monster slain by Her? Oh, his, damn it! Labor. <laughs> was it? Cerebus? We were looking for Hydra. How oh, Hydra? One head and two grow. Yeah.
1: Yep. I was just thinking of all the snake heads. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I was thinking of the three-headed dog. Marvel. Um, all right, back to Brian for question seven. The elephant bird, which stood 11 feet high, may have given rise to the legend of what giant bird of the Sinbad stories? Uh, giant bird from Sinbad. Yeah, I got a pass. I don't have it. Kenji? I don't know Sinbad well enough. The elephant bird, which stood 11 feet high, may have given rise to the legend of what giant bird of the Sinbad stories? I'm
1: trying to make a guess. So... Oh, yeah.
2: Giant bird. Any giant bird discs? Oh, I don't
1: know. Oh, I don't know. Like a condor? I don't know. Oh, the rock? (laughs) The rock is from from Sinbad? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, big bird rocks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get question eight. In Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry and Hermione ride Buckbeak. What type of mythological bird horse creature
1: is Buckbeak? I don't know what that thing is called. It's um, crap. It's got kind of like the eagle head and like the. I don't know what that creature's name is. A bass.
2: That's okay, uh, Brian. Do you have a guess? I know you did so well on the uh, front half with the Harry Potter question. Yeah, honestly, it's it's got um, it's got part
0: griffin or griff in it, but I don't know what it is. That's all I can get. Half of it. We were looking
2: for hippogriff. 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 And it is not a disc. <laughs> All right, back to Brian. <laughs> of the twelve beasts representing years in the Chinese calendar, which is the only one not biologically related to any creature on Earth? Twelve.
0: Oh, what the hell are they now?
2: Um, the not not on the
0: monkey rooster. Oh, um, you're the dragon, dragon. Oh, I thought you were gonna get it. <laughs> I'm, you, I'm like, well, there's a monkey. There's this. There's
2: One's that. not. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, the dragon is one because my my, my daughter
2: has one. (laughs) All right, that extends the lead us up to eight to three.
1: Okay, my ass kicked.
2: (laughs) This will be the final question for the round Kenji. Uh, what Greek monster of myth with a name meaning she goat had the head of a lion, body of a goat, tail of a serpent, and terrorized the kingdom of Lycia?
1: Oh, it's like an M. What were you thinking? Maricor, Maricor, Maricor isn't something with M. Why am I thinking that?
2: Manticore
1: Manticore
2: No, I'm sorry, Brian. Do you have a guess? <laughs> That's so mean,
0: Pat.
1: Um, <laughs> Help me out and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> that was the word I was looking for, though. That's all right.
0: Because <laughs> the funny thing is, like, again, like with trivia, like you got to have a little vast knowledge of everything. And my first I go around it's
1: called a manticore
0: my uh, my first go around through college, I actually took an intro to mythology class that I thought would be interesting as hell, and a guy put me to sleep every night because I was just so boring. Oh. <laughs> Probably slept through this one.
2: <laughs> I don't know it. No. Oh, I thought you were gonna pull out some, no. <laughs> some learning on us. All right. Um, we were looking for the chimera. So- oh. oh,
1: chimera, huh?
2: Yeah. It's really? a what's what's what is
1: a manacore then? What is that? I thought the manacore was like the eagle, lion, serpent tail thing, right? I got the googles.
0: Yeah, I mean that 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 was the manacore was was kind of like, uh, griffin like, but yeah, it it had it had the, like a scorpion tail, I think though.
2: Oh yeah. A a human, the body of a lion and a tail of venomous spines similar to porcupine quills. Okay. While others have it with a tail of a scorpion.
1: Okay. Don't know my mythology well enough.
2: (laughs) Uh, And it is, if I didn't say it is a disc made by deity disc. February 22nd, 2014. Hmm.
1: All right. Let
2: me go back. And that was Brian, right? You picked that one. So it's my number pick, right? Yep. Let's go with hole 18. Another rules question. All right, Kenji, if I'm straddle putting, does my other foot have to be on a line perpendicular to my lie?
1: No, I straddle putt and my left foot is always a little bit behind my right foot. So even like when I line up my, my stance I and I'm using my left foot to be behind the marker, it's usually using that whole page because I like to have my right foot just a little bit further forward. You're correct.
2: Uh, here I got... No, your other foot can be as close to the target as the back of your marker.
1: That is correct. Yeah, that so that line is not either perpen. It's not perpendicular either. Yeah. I mean, it's so minuscule unless you're like a foot away from the basket where you could like literally step around the basket and technically your foot's not closer, but yeah, it'd be <laughs> kind of awkward. <laughs> uh, it says here, uh, in fact,
2: the foot behind your marker can be as much as thirty centimeters back. Uh, and 10, 10 centimeters to the side, uh, which means that your other foot can actually be closer to the target.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's how I stand. It's like if I'm, if my left foot is what the foot that needs to be behind the marker for whatever's in my way, I usually like to have my right foot like a half a half my foot farther forward when I straddle.
2: Huh, um, Brian?
1: Uh, hold twelve.
2: Okay, this is a question on tag etiquette.
1: Yeah,
0: you must have been reading my post recently.
2: Sold.
1: That's all that etiquette there is.
2: <laughs> um, well, no, I had I had an issue today. I kind of screwed up, and this is what brought it up. I played around with uh, J Fat. We played a uh, match play, and he got me. He got me on the next to last hole. Uh, made it two two with one to play, and uh, he has the Hudson Valley four tag. The Hudson Valley Disc Golf Podcast four tag. He has the he has his own tags like the J Fat tags. He has the four tag for for Gardner. He has the five tag. And I have the, he beat me and I totally didn't even bring my, I, I thought I had it, but I left my tag at home. Okay. That's not cool. Um, well, what tags did you say you guys were playing for? Did you specify? No, any- we said we would. And I honestly, cause I had showed it to somebody the other day. So I was almost, I was convinced it was in my bag. Right. You know what I mean, and had it not been in my bag, if I had known that I would have definitely put it in my bag. You know what I mean? Right, I, right. Right. I rarely even take it out, but I just, you know, I just thought that was, uh, I don't know, it's been on my
1: head. I never quite get the forget my tag thing because I always clip my tags to my bag. Yeah, same here. I have like even so if I am even going to like switch a bag for some reason, I have all my tags are on one big carabiner. I just unclip that one big carabiner and like every all my whole bag tag thing. It's got like Nifa tag and random whatever club tags I have that year.
2: I wish I had something better than I got a new bag recently and I just hadn't gotten around. To it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, wish, I wish I had something better than that, but I don't. Um, okay. Well, but the only reason it's a big thing is he, I get, I think he, he has a thing for the number four. Right. And he would have three tags at the number four. That's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. And I feel bad that I, uh, I took that away from him. But But I, I mean, <laughs> how,
1: how often do you see him? Yeah, if you're gonna see him, it'll be real soon. give it to him. <laughs> That's
2: true, but this time of year, it you know, with the weather, right, it becomes a little more scarce because it's not like you're getting unless he gets off early. Gotcha. I mean, I'll make an effort to get him to get it to him quickly.
0: Yeah, I I thought you're you're going, it was going to be about doing tag rounds and like leaving early.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's not well.
1: <clears> you have to tag when you go. I, I well, you know, I, take the worst tag. <laughs> if you agree to a tag round, you got to bounce. Sorry, man. There you go, you get the seventy.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always there's always going to be exceptions to every rule. hundred percent. But uh, in general, yeah.
1: I don't know. In in general, I think people make too big of a deal over tags. I I care little of what tag I have. I mean, I I, I try to get a better tag, but I'm never butthurt if I wind up getting the lowest tag or. Whatever. And I don't even try to go after good tags until maybe like that last week or two of the year where I may put a little consideration into who I play. (laughs) (laughs) But besides that, it's just it's all fundraisers.
2: Right. But here's the thing, though, Kenji. And here's here's my argument against that. Personally, I don't care about tags. But if you're wanting to fundraise, wouldn't having the better tags at your events draw more Potentially draw more money. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if, so there is an issue with what tag numbers are, you know, had and such. Well, don't,
1: we don't make money at our like this cap monthly, so we don't get any money out of that. So once the tag is sold, we've, that's, that's the money right there. So like if yeah. someone buys a tag and they never play for it, I'm not going to kill them over it, you know? You know, I wouldn't want that to happen with like the one through 10. But
2: yeah, no, it makes
1: besides sense. that, if, yeah, if someone comes and, we usually wind up selling like at least thirty tags that get played for for that first monthly every mm-hmm. January first. And so, if someone comes and buys a tag over thirty and they never play for it after that, thank you for the donation. I appreciate your support. Yeah.
2: So, like you said, those top those top ones are going to be the diehards anyway. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. We usually sell at least like at least thirty tags that first day.
2: Yeah, so those are the ones you want to keep in.
1: Right, that's what I mean. And they usually, you know, most people. A lot of times, I think I may still have some. Like people had to leave early and never got their tag, and it sits hanging in my truck.
2: All right. Uh, any other comments or questions on tag etiquette? I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I just that was just one thing I wanted to get off my chest. And uh,
1: do you guys so we try and track our tag league online so everybody can see the matches. Yeah. And, and we do a pretty good job. I mean, sometimes things happen and people don't post their matches. We try and be diligent about people telling them, post your match, post your ma- matches. Um, do you think that's a good benefit and worth the effort of us or just let it kind of?
2: Is it is it, cur- is it current right now? Yeah. Hold on for a second. Uh-oh. Is it on disc golf scene? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we read the top 10 right now, maybe it'd be worth it. Uh, oh, I'm using not chrome i gotta sign <laughs> back in I
1: didn't get your link real quick
2: this 214 all-time players is that for this year or is that including previous
1: leagues? that is total as long as we've been tracking this league so like every year you can bring in all the players from previous years and populate the league okay. you know and then you're only adding players that have never played in the league you know all these players they're Their disc golf scene accounts are linked. You know, if you click on somebody, it takes you to their, to all the stats for this year. And then there's a link to their profile if you wanted it. That's a thing that I kind of like. I like seeing, I have, I don't know, 12 years of stats on disc golf scene from Bag Tag League. Yeah. Now, how do you guys track this? Just by word of mouth type of thing or like? No, when people buy their tag, I tell them, please sign up for disc golf scene and post, you know, the winner of the match is supposed to post the scores. Okay. It takes like two minutes. It's not hard to do and then No, that's really cool that you guys do this. And if you go like to the leaderboard, you can see all the matches that have been not as yeah. many this year, but all that's the matches that have been played. You can see the monthlies are the big ones or the tournaments. Right. But you know, you see there's probably matches going on every weekend. <laughs> People are more involved and they play a little bit more and they That's really cool. I like that.
2: All right, so our top 10, we got Harry Lehman in, at, with the 10 tag. It's kind of low for him, isn't it? Or high? What's
1: the word? <laughs> uh, high? Yeah, he should probably be a better number. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but he's still in the top 10. Uh, nine, Number nine, we got Corey Cook.
1: I don't know Corey. Do you? Corey's uh, up and coming M2 going to M1 kind of player. I mean, he plays a lot. <laughs> yeah, he plays a lot. <laughs> oh, looking at the, oh, good, good, good. He, he did really well, I think, at or Or he beat somebody that did well.
2: I'm just looking at the numbers. So if there's anything in there that you find interesting, Uh, number seven, uh, one of these days he'll get on here. Uh, Greg Kurtz. He'll get on. Good
1: good luck with that. He's technically challenged. (laughs) That's the question I
2: have. (laughs) Uh, Number six, uh, Hudson Valley disc golf podcast, Jason LoSasso. Number five, uh, number five tag has Dave Henderson. Dave Dave Hudson. Dave Hudson. What am I thinking? The A's. Uh, He's a great potter. Potter.
1: And he can throw pretty far and hard. He throws with his X step backwards. And I've been trying to tell him for a couple of years. I'm like, Dave, if you learn how to flip your feet the other way, you'll throw another 100 feet. (laughs) (laughs) He puts his left foot in front of his right when he X steps. Not behind. (laughs) But he's got his timing down. So it's kind of funny.
2: Uh, Four tag is Josh Weinstock.
1: And, he, and you know him? He uh, shot under par at Burbine, which was the only score under par when we had our monthly out there. Nice. Only one out of 44 players shot under par. Wow. That's between all pro-am, rec, and ladies divisions.
2: Nice. Uh, number three tag, Ryan Clare.
1: Ryan Clare's a good player.
2: Uh, number two, actually heard from him today, Jamin Hume. Huh? He found my culverin at uh, Minekill. And he said he was playing FDR today, and I said, "I eh, just throw it in the FDR bin. I'll get it eventually."
1: <laughs> oh, nice! He's been killing it. He's doing the two Glen's Falls courses and uh, the Christ the King. He's been killing our projects lately. He's, oh
2: yeah, I've seen him posting a lot about the Christ yeah the to uh, get events and such going. There. He's he's
1: managing three course developments right now,
2: and our number one tag holder, uh, Forrester
1: Wilson. Yeah, I don't know where Forrester. When did Forrester got? Number one tag, who'd he play? Oh, he did good at Heiser. I didn't play Heiser. Hmm. Well,
2: when was that? Oh there it is. Uh
1: ten twenty four. If you click yeah, if you click on the number five right or his name, you'll see oh. the mat it goes to where the matches. Heiser Creek, five. He moved up from one from five to one.
2: Oh yeah. All right. That's a been a month, uh, maybe due for
1: another round. <laughs> <laughs> He's only played five this year. Who's had the most? Corey Cook, forty five. I'll say this is Brian, Brian Bickers. Brian, yeah, Brian Bickersmith, and they play a, an Earl, Earl Steber 46. Look at that. He's made a lot of tag matches this year.
2: Wow. Let me take a look and see what else is left.
1: Uh, how many holes? a rules question, or is that the, that tag? What numbers have we got left? Uh, 10, 15, 17. Is so my guess or your guess? We I started, three. right? So if we got three, it's Brian's best. Brian's All right. Uh, what hole would you
2: like to play, Brian? Uh, we'll go no, uh, 10. All right. Hole ten. Did you watch the twenty twenty disc golf pro tour championships on ESPN two? I did. I did. What were your thoughts?
0: I liked it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It was kinda cool to see. Again, I know uh the CBS one got a little slack for being like a paid to play type of thing. But uh ESPN two, it was pretty special to watch it. They did a good job. Definitely a lot more uh FPO coverage in this one. You know, they they did yeah, here started it off yeah yeah I mean, there's a lot of outcry about that one, so they fixed that.
2: Did we talk about that on on here or no about about the ddo yeah uh yes, and you had expressed that you were upset that they didn't have enough fPO coverage right and well, they bar- I think they had
0: less than a minute total
2: that stuck in my head because when I when I turned it on I put it I had it on DVR and I watched it probably a couple hours later the first thing I saw was the FPO and I was like wow <laughs> I got we got to talk about this because they definitely made the correction
1: I thought they did a really good job with it showing pretty balanced coverage yeah it, it was kind of like you're following along you know because the ladies were a couple holes ahead because of the way the format was like the ladies teed off they played and then the men teed off right after them, right? So it was kind of like like real time. You were following along where they were.
0: Yeah, fine. So like I I went down the, a rabbit hole today because I saw they they were posting like um, how many people watched and this and that. So I was kind of rabbit holing it. But I guess uh, they said like two hundred twenty five thousand people watched it. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. Um, yeah, they, they said it was the most. Again, it's like you know you know the small victories of it. It was the most watched on Tuesday for ESPN two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's that's good.
0: Um, but I gotta say again, I I I was diving, I was digging, and because I want to see what cornhole does. Because again, right, that's the thing everyone was complains mm. about. Cornhole, right. um,
1: cornhole, so easy to film. It
0: is but, <laughs> one static camera, you can see everything. But um, going back, uh, I forget when this was from. Like like earlier in the year. But like, like they were um, like the last cornhole thing that they did had like a hundred and six thousand people watching. Mm. So we like crushed cornhole.
1: <laughs> yeah. that's good. If
0: cornhole goes away, we, we've got something they can throw on instead. I recently
1: turned and watched some cornhole just like flicking. I'm like, those guys can throw the damn beanbag really good. And like, uh, but you know what? It, it, it's like watching those
0: pros putt. They just make it look so easy.
1: Yes. <laughs> Like they do exactly like they want to bump the beanbag out of the way, so there's no chance of going to the hole or get off, and then ricochet that, but like push their own beanbag in, and they do it executed it perfectly.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but no, I think I, I I think they did a very good job with it.
1: Yeah, I thought so. The coverage was really well. I liked how they went back and forth. Only thing I could have said is it would have been nice if they could get all the holes, but that would have probably made another hour to the package.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. Kenji, why Why did
2: it seem, it seemed to me at least, and I might be wrong, but it seemed like there was less hubbub. You know what I mean? The other the other had a lot more like internet activity, I felt.
1: I think that's because Dynamic Disc pushes their online presence a little better.
2: I,
0: I, I think they're the best company for promotion.
1: Right. I, that's where I think they, they focus a lot on promotion, social media, pushing it out there, push, push, push. And I think they're probably the, the better company at that. And that's why you saw more hubbub. Online about it. Yeah. I thought the the Pro Tour was a better product. Yes. And,
0: and and again they were both Jomez, right?
1: Right, I think so.
2: I saw the logo somewhere. Yeah. But they, they made it more professional with
0: I I don't say I I think Jomez like again like like ran lead on it, but they hired like a bunch of the other companies to help with it.
2: Makes sense.
1: I like the big term and Nate being commentators. I thought they did a good job of not being I don't know, what's the word? Disc golf centric and, you know, trying to explain things a little better.
2: I think they did a bit. Yeah, I think they improved from
1: the last. Right, a little more in layman's terms to the non disc golf that may be watching. <laughs> How bad did you feel for Kat? Oh. oh, that was. Four pot and cost her 15 grand.
0: I, uh, yeah that was tough and it's just
1: uh, all the time in her tournaments. to see her she just i don't know something up with it. she gets in her head or something about those um those short pots and she can really miss some short pots you're just like wow
0: and it's funny because like this year her putting was so much better than when she ended last year right last year was when, she, when she's having all the trouble um this year she seemed to kind of get it back but, uh, yeah, that was tough to watch.
1: Yeah, they kind of, you know, focused on that. It was like, oh, you got to. But just, oh, it was cringeworthy <laughs> watching her do it. Uh, because, you know, I watched the YouTube coverage right after it happened. And you're just like, oh, that's horrible. All right, sorry, Patton. <laughs> just wanted cool. to mention that. I thought that was kind of interesting. I also thought it was interesting that I she's a little bit of a cradle robber. I didn't know that because <laughs> they put everybody's ages up there she's 35 and the, when austin there is 26
0: yeah i think that was what my
1: was. <laughs> thought that was kind of funny hey more power to her
2: yeah all right kenji 15 or 17 uh, let's go 15 all right um 15 uh we know in disc golf there's no shortage of help between videos and, you know, just tips from friends and such, but which disc golfer are you most thankful for?
1: Well, who am I most thankful for? For for tips? Like, yeah, with helping you out with the most with your game. I never work on my game. I'd be so much better if I did. I just play and then I do club stuff.
2: But you didn't have like a Yoda or anything like that? Like
1: anything. <laughs> no, I could. You see my rating go down and down to like 880. <laughs> I should practice more. I just never do. Um, I say that every day. <laughs> I could probably do well with some field work.
2: Yeah, uh, Brian, what about you? You got a Yoda? Um, I wouldn't
0: say a Yoda. I mean, for the bulk, like probably like the first 11 years, I played with like the same two or three guys. Mm-hmm when I got more involved with the club a couple of years ago, again, not necessarily Yoda type, but um like a, a round or two here with uh Matt Pappas and oh, yeah. uh and uh Mike Maskley. Um again they just said you know it's like little things they told me or said, oh, you know, you should do this. It you know, it wasn't like I'm gonna help you. It was just like a little side comment after a throw. Um and those types of things I like, kinda stick with me.
2: And sometimes just watching those
1: guys.
0: Yeah, they're just I mean watching Matt I mean throw but his his putt is insane and uh Maskley can just crush
1: Nice. I enjoy teaching and showing new players and I understand the mechanics and I love watching videos about teaching but do I execute it well? No.
0: <laughs> but uh, I mean but also I think I think a lot of us know what we're supposed to be
2: doing. <laughs> We just don't do it. Oh, no, exactly. Yeah.
1: Right. I know is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know when I get that feeling in the disc that I want to replicate, I'm like, I got to learn how to do that at will. <laughs> you know, that heavy disc feeling when it pulls out of your hand. Right. For videos and stuff, I don't know. I like uh, Danny Lindahl. He does yeah. good like te- teaching videos, I think. Who else can we watch on YouTube? Ever hear what's his name? Loop Ghost? I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Si- Sidewinder or something on disc golf course review. Hmm. I think they're both the same guy.
2: All right, hole 17 is our last hole. It's also a round of trivia. Uh, this one, same category, uh, maybe a disc golf disc, Oof. but uh, the theme is cars. Okay. Yep, yep. Name of the car. Uh Same rule, If let me know if it is or if it is not a disc golf disc. Kenji is down 8-3, to three, so he's going to go first. Okay. All right. All right, question one. What breed of horse is the traditional mount of the American cowboy? Mustang. Is the Mustang a disc?
1: No. I think it's on a colt. No, I don't know. Mustang is not a disc. <laughs> Mint discs, March 26th.
2: What oh, my 20? God. <laughs> this year, March 26th of this year.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay. Mint Disc. I don't think I've heard of that company either. They got nice plastic. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, cool. nice. Uh, question two for Brian. From the Latin for to rise, the name of what spreadsheet program implies that it rises above the others? Excel. Is that a car? Oh, yes, it is. Is that a disc? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Uh, an Excel's a car? Yeah, the Hyundai Excel. Oh, yeah, Hyundai Excel, okay. Um, I'm going to say no. You are correct.
1: It's an ex-cow. <laughs> All
2: right, uh, question three. By what nickname is private Carl James Bailey, better known on the newspaper comics page? Beetle Bailey. And is the beetle a disc? Beetle
1: a disc. (laughs) The beetle. The beetle. The beetle. (laughs) I keep saying no and getting burned. I'm going to say yes. Never heard of it, but I'm just going to say yes.
2: Good choice. Latitude 64, March 8th,
1: 2017.
2: Yeah. All right. It is now 10 to 6. Question for Brian. Also a term for a pioneer. What name do members of Portland's NBA team use on their uniforms? Uh,
0: trailblazers.
2: Is the Trailblazer a disc?
0: The Trailblazer a disc. Um, I'm going to – I don't know if I'm going to say yes. You are incorrect, sir. I'm
1: sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard like, of a Trailblazer.
2: <laughs> I'm like, I, same thing that you were thinking. I'm like, well, he's going to get me sooner or later with one. Kenji, question five. Titan. The second largest moon in our solar system orbits which planet? The second biggest. Saturn. Is the Saturn a
1: disk? A Pluto platter? Is not. there a Saturn? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say no, there is not a Saturn.
2: All right. I would tell Pacific Cycle mid-range. (laughs) Who?
1: Pacific Cycle. It's a
2: mid-range. 6, 2006.
1: Oh, my God. I've never heard of that company. (laughs) That was before I started playing.
2: Uh Brian. Yeah. Question 6. Able to fix most things known to man. What type of screwdriver is the favorite tool of the sci-fi character the doctor? I don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: what type of screwdriver? Was Phillips?
2: Kenji, would you like to take a guess?
1: Can you repeat the question? Was we asking for a knife or a... Uh,
2: able to fix most things known to man. What type of screwdriver is the favorite tool of the sci-fi character the doctor?
1: It's a car, and it could be a disc. I haven't watched Doctor Who since like the the curly haired guy back in the late eighties. I've never watched. Right? Isn't like, that isn't that the right am I thinking the right guy? And he had that little thing that stuck in a, I don't know what the hell it was called. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have no idea what it's called. I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if it's not a Phillips, it's a regular screwdriver.
2: All right, we were looking for Sonic Screwdriver. Oh. Sonic Screwdriver. <laughs> and the Sonic is a disc. I, I was going to say, and it's a disc. <laughs> Am I thinking
1: of the right thing? What's that? I was just not into Doctor Who.
2: Yeah, I haven't watched any of them, so. <laughs> Kenji, question seven. What name for a class of French fighter jets comes from a term meaning a desert optical illusion?
1: Mirage. And yes, the Mirage was a disc. You are correct. <laughs>
2: 2016.
1: Nice. 2016, I thought it was an old Innova disc, too.
2: Um, Let's see here. I mean, yeah, Innova Champion disc, March 2nd, 2016. But that the truth of the matter is sometimes they do the same disc more, more than once.
1: Oh, okay. They must have resubmitted or something. Yeah, because I think it was like a 90s disc. Or they re-released it then. Um,
2: Question eight for Brian. From the French for some more, what name is given to the additional pieces played at the end of a concert to satisfy audience demand? Encore? And who makes the... up? Uh, <laughs> is the encore? I'm going to say, yes, it's a disc.
1: <laughs> it's
2: actually not. Oh, <laughs> I'm just so used to saying that. Normally. Ouch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I put no thought into it because you asked it.
1: <laughs> it would have been 50-50 anyway. for the softball. <laughs> I like it. Thanks, Matt. I need a little help. I think am within two now. Oh, I got it in, uh, I was going to say 12-8. Oh, I guess
2: not. <laughs> and we're at question nine. <laughs> what Chevrolet muscle car still in production today was introduced on September 29th, 1966, and has a name that's supposed to mean a small, vicious animal that eats Mustang?
1: I, I thought I had it until you said that last bit. i say
2: it's nothing over. <laughs> Chevrolet muscle car still in production today was introduced on September 29th, 1966, and has a name that supposedly means a small, vicious animal that eats Mustang.
1: It's not Corvette, is it? Corvette.
2: And yes, it's a disc.
1: Brian. Damn it.
2: Okay, I think it's the other one.
0: I'm going to... Uh, did you say Chevy? Or no?
2: I said Chevrolet.
0: Oh, Chevrolet. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the other one that I know was is, is the uh, Chevelle. We were looking for the Camaro.
1: I was in, That was my, I was going between, the Camaro was what I thought ate the Mustang, but I knew that the Corvette was a disc and I went with it.
2: <laughs> Never heard of that one.
1: Uh, final question for Brian.
2: All right. The name of what wild dog comes from Aussie slang for a contemptible person? One more time. The name of what wild dog comes from Aussie slang for a contemptible person? I'd uh, be the dingo. Is the dingo a disc? The dingo ate my baby. A Mitsubishi dingo, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Is it that Kiwi
0: brand one that makes it? Uh uh. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Why not?
1: Fourth circle discs. Uh, <laughs> 2020. <laughs>
2: 2020.
1: Fourth circle discs. Wow. I, I, February
2: it, it, of this
1: year. Okay, so I gotta ask, are you coming up with these trivia names from do you go through like the the approved disc list. Yeah, you- oh, okay. yeah <laughs> disc list? I use. I got to start paying attention to that more. I never heard of these companies. All right, so our
2: final result: uh, Kenji had eight points. Brian, fourteen. Huh. Good job, thinking? Brian. Thank you. Thank you. I like the the new question thing because what happens is it, that that allows me to uh, to make them last longer. Right. You know what I mean? Because I can use fake stuff too. Yeah, and. Really, some of those—I mean, you, how many of those today did you even know? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it was Innova
1: and just some random. Oh yeah, yeah. Just a couple that I knew were discs, but a lot of them just was guess. Yeah, it's well, you have you 50 fifty-fifty shot, right? Yeah, that's a lot easier than uh, trying to name what makes some of the discs. All right, uh, let's wrap up. We'll wrap up with a safari hole, uh,
2: so that Brian, you're up, right? Because can you yeah. get? Safari Hole. What was the last TV series that you watched the finale for? Uh, Ted Lasso on Apple TV. I mean,
0: it's kind of last TV show I watched to the end. But I mean, they're coming back with a season two. But you mean like an
1: end end? Yeah, you mean like a finale finale or like a I season? Thinking, end? Yeah,
2: series finale. Yeah,
0: series finale, last one. Um,
2: last one you remember?
0: Christ, it's been so long. I mean, I, I I mean most most shows I end up not watching to the end. Um, like, I don't know, like Lost, maybe? Kind of like, I mean, it's been a long time since I watched it. Yeah,
1: so I'm trying to remember what have I watched to like the finale, finale. I, I
0: was saying, like, depending on when they were like Lost, How I Met Your Mother, like all the mm-hmm. those shows. Whichever
1: one came last.
0: The shows that have been off for like
1: 10 years now. <laughs> I don't watch a whole lot of series. My wife watches a lot. Of yeah. I watch YouTube mostly. <laughs> um, six Feet Under, Maybe. Okay. Uh, best
2: season, series finale, though, you got to say.
1: Six yeah, that was pretty good. I'm trying to think what series of that it was like really watch the whole thing.
2: Did you watch that show, Brian?
1: Six Feet Under? No. Was that like Showtime or HBO or something?
0: Yeah. It was
2: HBO and it was the family at a funeral home. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember the thing, but no, I didn't watch that one. It was good. But again, that, that, season, that series finale, you can, almost, uh, you can almost just watch that. Um, all right. Did you guys have any questions or anything you wanted to talk about?
0: Um, no, I mean, I, I, I don't know when that's coming out, but, uh, but, uh, remember everybody, uh, putting, uh, league at beacon. Oh yeah. December
2: 2nd, uh, Wednesday, uh, six to eight, I believe as yeah.
0: far
1: oh, as well. you guys got, I saw that you got I saw on your page there, you guys got like some outdoor space to be able to use. That's nice. Yeah. It's a
2: pavilion. So the, the sides are open. It's, it's nice and big. And, uh, as long, you know, just only a couple people up there at a time and everybody else keeps,
1: right, Yeah, we canceled ours this year because we used to do it inside a brewery. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. and really it's
2: because of that. Yeah. It's one of the few things that can go on and, uh, beacon tag holders get in for free. Oh, well, nice. And if you don't have a tag, just come in and buy a tag. Yeah. it can be fun. And anything else you guys good? I'm good. I'm trying to think of anything else is coming up.
1: Such a weird year. We don't promote like anything. <laughs> right well here's the thing like even
0: without promotion like anything that's like official gets filled in like
1: filled up so quick yeah so, yeah, so our doubles tournament sold out like five minutes yeah like it's good crazy yeah everyone's so, so fast
0: yeah i mean it, it's a good problem i
1: mean a
0: little scary right now but still
1: we've been uh if i can say a little message Pat, if you're listening to the podcast Discap locals come help work on the courses we have so many projects going on right now. So many new courses in development that need coursework done. Come help, volunteer, reach out to the people who are doing those projects. Reach out to Jamin Hume, reach out to Mark Hay, reach out to Jeff Daniels. They're doing work over at Prospect Park, Christ the King, two courses up in Glens Falls, Crandall Park, Beater Park, and Burbine Forest out in Montgomery County. They're all being worked on right now. So help out if you can.
2: Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, happy Thanksgiving, gang.
1: Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Happy
0: Thanksgiving, everyone.
2: All right. Um, sweet up, Hudson Valley.